Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Guided Spirit Conversations. I'm so excited to have you here. And it's such a beautiful autumn day where I'm at. I hope it's just as beautiful where you are. The leaves are just gorgeous. The colors that are coming out are so vibrant. Finally. Anyway, today's guest is Liz Gunn. Liz is an intuitive astrologer, writer, mentor, and a great resource for her community in Asheville, North Carolina. Liz has been developing her skills as an interpreter and translator of astrological symbolism for 33 years. She shares her abilities with care and integrity. To complement the astrological component component of her work, Liz has a profound ability to tune into the subtle realms during her readings. She channels insight, messages, and information that weave a cohesive storyline through all time and space, bringing relevance, expanded awareness of consciousness, and self-discovery to the current life scenarios. Welcome, Liz. Let's talk more. Hi, Marla. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you. Good. Well, I'm so happy to have you on the show. Yeah, me too. I know I loved our session together when we had one, and um, I'm looking forward to sharing this with everybody. So let's start at the beginning. Okay. How did you get involved with, with astrology, or what came first, the astrology or the intuitive ability? Uh, I would say definitely the astrology. Um, I was a young seeker in Savannah, Georgia. I was uh, 24 years old and was really beginning a spiritual journey that I didn't even know was a spiritual journey at the time. I was getting involved uh, at the time in helping start the adult children of alcoholics movement. This was in, gosh, 1986. And part of that was connected to my personal need for meaning. And a short time later, it's as if the universe sort of dropped the next step in front of me in the form of a, of a live person. I was invited to an astrology study group, which in Savannah was not the norm. So it was kind of out of the ordinary and met my astrology teacher, Dorothy Turner, who was a Pisces psychic, probably in her late 60s, early 70s. And I was 24 years old and really just, I think, dropped into something that had lived within me for many, many lifetimes. And it was a natural fit. So you took on it like a duck to water? I mean, Absolutely. Just yeah, I just, I just, I fell in love with it. I just couldn't get enough to, to sort of inspire me to continue to learn who I was. So as you were learning astrology, how did you incorporate it into your life to help guide you? Well, for a lot of years, and, and in those early years in my 20s, it was, um, you know, bookstores and books and reading and getting all of my family members charts, which is what we do. And then uh, the birth of my daughter when I was 28, 28 years old, really kind of dropped me into another awareness with astrology with uh, the birth of my daughter. And then when I was 31 with my son and really, 
utilizing their charts to help me parent, to really like see them as unique and separate individuals and to treat them not as extensions of me, but as the souls and beings that they uniquely were. So parenting was really probably the earliest practical use. That, you know, as you're saying that, my mind is, what a brilliant tool for new parents to be able to utilize and know your child's proclivities. So true. Prior to, you know, having to learn them firsthand and you know how to then, like you said, parent in a, in a stronger way. Yes. And very much in the early years, it was really focusing on the moon signs of each of my kids to see how they needed to be nurtured and nourished um, in their own unique way. And even now, my daughter, who's now 29, is a birth doula. And for some of her clients, I'll do what's called a lunar love note, where I'll just do like a little intuitive channeled writing about the new baby's moon sign, because I think it's important and more responsible as an astrologer not to not to use the chart to like identify who a kid is before you actually get to know who they are. But the moon sign can give you a lot of insight onto what they need, which is really sort of the focus in the early years. That's so wonderful. I really like that. Um, and so ta- let's talk about the intuition, intuitive, the intuitive part. Sorry, tripping over myself. When did that start? When did you realize it was starting to support your readings? Well, you know, uh, the intuitive part in terms of like the early practical application, I feel like one of the things with astrology is because it's a language of symbolism, that it activated something in my own beingness and my own consciousness that opened me up to my psychic abilities in my early 30s. I wasn't reading professionally at all then. I mean, I that 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 took a long time. I, I've been the the other development sort of took precedence, and um, so I started to have really unusual experiences starting in my early 30s with contact from spirit, visceral, visual tangible experience. And I don't know if it went hand in hand with the study of astrology or if it would have happened anyway, but they, but they kind of synthesized together in some way and just, just worked on me. So how, when did you decide to start becoming a professional reader? Uh, actually, um, I avoided it for a very long time and I, the universe kind of helped me decide in a, in a very complex and intense transit called the Chiron return, which happens starting at late 49. I'm 57 and I started reading full time professionally when I was 50. Now I had been doing readings since I was in my late thirties. Uh, I owned a metaphysical store in Savannah, the universe kind of guided me to that as another way of learning. So I was definitely doing readings there, but they were more intuitive readings than they were astrology. So the universe had me in development for a long time. And I feel like a lot of it was to accept the mantle of responsibility, which comes with being a professional reader. It does. And I'm so glad that you've said that because I think that you know, you've gone through the steps, you've gone through the school, so to speak, the, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, level Real by life. level. Yes. Exactly. And, um, and it seems like you've also done a lot of your own backward, you know, back work totally. you know, for yourself, because 
Yeah, I, I don't know, but I, I've run into a number of people who are wonderful at what they do, but they haven't cleared their own closets. Yeah, that was that was really a lot of what I did. Not, I mean, consciously sure with you know a therapy for 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 a very very long time. I, you know, it was like ACOA, adult children of alcoholics. Then my spiritual teacher in the form of the astrology teacher, and then uh, getting into therapy at age twenty nine. And so all of that kept layering and layering and layering to to understand who I was. And I'm sure to release and heal some wounds and release some things, the baggage. Yes. Oh my gosh. And the 50, uh, the age 50 transit, the Chiron return is a recapitulation into core wounds. And a lot of that connected with, you know, how we have doubt and insecurity about gifts. And so the way to sort of go more fully into that recapitulation was to face all my doubts about utilizing this gift in a very public way, which I have done and in a, and in a full time way. And so I've gotten to do a whole lot of a, a whole other level of personal work since I became a professional astrologer. Which is, is uh, which I just think is, is a, a must need, you know, yes. we must all do as healers. Yes, absolutely. Because what you do does heal people. And can you explain how your, your sessions can help someone with their wounds or releasing well, because uh, I my healing path started with me becoming more aware of my own core wounds and the impact and the meaning and the gift in them, um, a reading, you know, I attract people who, who work with me who are working at a deep level and with big stuff in all ages. I, I have probably 30% of the people who come to me are millennials at this point, and, but all ages up into age over 80. And so the readings really connect to um, using the blueprint, the astrology chart, the blueprint of the soul to help people make meaning about around current life challenges. And part of the way the intuitive piece works is I'm able to access storylines through all time. It's as if in a reading, time compresses and all time becomes now. And that's when the clairvoyance and the clairaudience gets activated. There's something about looking at the chart that activates something in me. It's like a doorway into consciousness. And, you know, there are people do that with, with um, just plain psychic readings. I know a gal, all she does is hold her cards. She doesn't pull any. She just holds them. But it opens up the channel. Yes. And in comes a flood of information. Yes, and people are helped in ways where I can see a, a visceral, excuse me, a visceral change in their field because I read energy and I read energy and language and uh, people tend to leave here feeling some inspiration and relief and articulation around their own inner knowing because even though it's information that I'm offering, it still has to go through the filter of their own truth. I have to say, it's amazing. About 30% of millennials come to you. Have you had a Yes, a lot. And, I, and some of that is thanks to my 29-year-old daughter, who I should say is my marketing tagline is call my mom. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm grateful for that. How great is that to know that you've got, you know, information right there from your mother. Now, is she also, did she get the intuitive gift along with you? That is definitely in development. I would wholeheartedly say yes. And your son? Uh, I would say wholeheartedly yes in, a, in, in his way. He's 26, so 
for sure, these are gifts that are in development for them, but they're both very connected to me at a, at a very deep heart centered level. And um, so uh, the, they're my spiritual teachers. And isn't that what we come down here for? We're not only students, but we're teachers as well. Yes. And we're here to help. And then, of course, there's that clean up our karmic stuff. <laughs> <Yeah, that too. laughs> then there's that. <laughs> then there's that, yes. <laughs> and so what kind of, what are the kind of clients that you love to bring to you? Oh, gosh. Uh, I really, you know, I love everyone, truly, because even even what feels like it could be difficult, there's something that, for me, the link to compassion uh, with connecting with people. So, I, I love people who embrace this and say, I've used some of the practical things that we talked about and it changed my life. I get that all the time that this changed my life. And it's not like I changed their life. It's that the collaborative energetic combination that comes from heightened awareness and a shift in perception. So I don't know that I have a kind of client that I love the best because I love everybody. Well, I, I, maybe I presented it wrong, but there's a, there's a client. So, for example, I'll use me. Okay. Um, you know, I love when a client understands that we're in a partnership together. Yes. And we're working hand in hand. I have my job to do, which is to help them with whatever the issue is that we're dealing with on the table. But then they also have their homework to do to help them transition and shift what's going on in their life, whether yes. it's enhancing it, maybe doing a major shift, releasing whatever it might be. Yes. And, and so I love clients who come with specific questions for sure, you know, because questions, because I read energy and language, language is encoded with a vibrational frequency. When clients come with questions, there's something that, links to that hearing of the soul's voice that really takes us in in a very specific way. So I love that. Questions are great. Now I'm going to do the reverse. Okay. What kind of client do you, you know, if someone says I'm this way, do you say that I'm not for you? Like a client that you really don't want to, a potential client you don't really want to take on. Um. You know, most everybody who comes to me, I would say, wants to. But one thing I have learned is people who come, um, like I had someone come, a a millennial whose mother bought him a gift certificate. He did not want to be here. He sat with his arms crossed. Uh, So clients who who come. um, That aren't open that aren't open. I had a client come because she won a gift certificate at a raffle and she just came because she won. And, you know, and, but the reading ended up being impactful. It was only 20 minutes long because she didn't ask any questions. And at 20 minutes, she said, thank you very much. My readings are usually about 75 minutes long. And uh, so, yeah, people who, who, who aren't open or who come and want to test me, test to see what I will tell them. And I really don't do that. Yeah, the skeptics. Yes. The diehard, yes. closed-minded skeptics. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have the same thing. I, you know, I, I've said a number of times, 
you know, like, I, I don't care if you're skeptical. I don't care if it's sort of like I'm from Missouri and you need to show me. That's okay. But if you're closed to what's going on, then I suggest saving the time and the money because you're not going to allow what needs to happen to happen because the door isn't open. The window isn't open. You're not Correct. allowing it to yeah. come in. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't happen often anymore, but it for sure has over the years and I've learned from it. Well, in 33 years, I'm sure you've been through a whole um, cycle, so different cycles as each decade went on of yes, what you're absolutely. bringing to you. Absolutely. Yes. So what when you say, I know you use this phrase often, as above, so below. What's Mm -hmm. your your interpretation of that statement? Oh gosh. Um I do use that a lot and I think about it in terms of, you know, some people might think that astrology that the planets cause things to happen. So when I say as above, so below, it's really sort of being in this column of light that links us um, as an embodied expression of the archetypal energies of the planetary influences. So, so what the planets represent symbolically live through us in our lived experience as above, so below. That's a great explanation. Makes it so easy to understand. And so when you have an intersection between psychic ability, your psychic ability, to psychic slash intuitive abilities, and astrology. How do they intersect for you or for the client? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't, I think that they're, that it's all so woven together that uh, I start tuning into a client before they even come. When I meditate on their chart before they come, I get what I would call my hits. And, and so... Um, and everything has meaning, even from the moment of how they greet me at the door and what they talk about walking from the front door to my office is it's, it's all uh, their body language. It's, it, it just, it all starts coming to me. And then when I tune into the chart and I've learned to never assume that I know anything, um, about someone prior to their coming, even having their chart in front of me. So it's the synthesis of the person and the chart that just opens the whole portal for me. And it's just one, it's just one space. Wow. That's, um, that's a lot, especially, you know, taking in if somebody's just saying, hello, nice to meet yeah. you yes. and walking through and I can just imagine being, 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 being all yeah, this information. And it feels normal. Through. It feels normal to me. It doesn't feel like, it just feels like me being me. Uh, a lot of people said, how do you turn it on and off? And it's just, it, I don't know. It's just the way of my life. So I have another question for you, but we have a break we need to okay. take. So when, I come, when we come back, not I, when we come back, we'll continue this great conversation. Sounds good. Um, and for those out there listening, if you want to talk to Liz and ask her a question, the number is 888-346-9141. 346 9141. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. My effing long journey to loving myself. A guide to a shorter path. 
is an account of Myla Goldberg's transformational journey and a guide to some of the most powerful TTTs or tips, tools, and techniques that she learned along the way. These TTTs taught her how to release anger and learn how to forgive, ultimately finding total self-acceptance and self-love. Learn to release anger, frustration, and stress. Learn to forgive others and yourself. Go from self-loathing to self-love. Pick up your copy of Marla's book by visiting MarlaGoldberg.net. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Take a closer look at yourself in the present. Your body has its own GPS system designed to help you follow your intuition, align your thoughts, and set your own course. Host Dee Lee is here to be your external guide to this discovery. Take a break, a mindful space to pause, and help bring forth the balance that your life deserves. Listen live for Mindful Space to Pause every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call in to the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying on with me. Um, Today, we have Liz Gunn with as our guest, and Liz is an astrologer with a twist, as I'd like to say, <laughs> because she has this amazing ability, clairvoyant, clairaudient ability um, that, that just as adds an extra bit of zhuzh to the readings. And so to get in touch with Liz, you can check her out at her website, which is Liz Gunn, and that's L-I-Z-G-U-N-N dot net. Or contact Liz at lizgun22 at gmail.com. And it's gun with two N's. So L-I-Z-G-U-N-N-2-2 at gmail.com. She's on Instagram at, at lizgunastrology. And Facebook is lizgunastrology. So welcome back, Liz. I'm so excited to tell you we have a caller waiting okay. for you. Kathy from Illinois. Welcome, Kathy. Hi. How are you? How are you? Hi, Marla. Hi there. How are you? Good. Good. Kathy, let me put you on with Liz. Uh, hi, Kathy. Hi, Liz. Thanks for taking me my call. Sure. What would you like do to ask? ask? Do, yeah, do I ask a specific question or um, how do you work? Well, I mean... <laughs> in this moment, it'll be very spontaneously. So I would say, ask ask a question. Okay. Um, well, 
since I'm at work right now, um, I would um, I would ask about my work situation and my, um, you know, how things are going to go for me in the next year. Oh wow! Okay, so your so what is your birthday? May twenty sixth. And how old are you? I am sixty three. So you're asking a very specific psychic question. And so here's what I what I typically do when people are asking a question like that. Of course, I would have your chart up. But when you say, how are things going to go? My my first thought is, well, how do you want them to go? And so what so 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 what specifically, if you could be just a little bit more specific? Um. Well, I'm I'm kind of in the midst of um, um, redirecting or specializing in my business in a little different way. Um, with I'm a portrait photographer, so um, working more um, in the arts of uh, painting, like portraits and painting, and um, moving my business more in that direction. So when you so so are you at so so a general question is how do you is is my business going to go you're and you're a gemini i'm a gemini do you know um your moon or your rising sign oh god um i know my i know my i you know what i'm not sure i'm not sure i've had my chat okay, so i'm just gonna remember. hear i'm gonna tell you what i'm hearing i'm gonna tell sure. you what i'm hearing and i uh i'm i'm hearing the word take a risk hearing the phrase take a risk and so, you know, if you were sitting in front of me, we would explore that thread, what take a risk looks like. But for the purpose of this call and the sort of shortness of the question, sure. I would just ask you to sit with that phrase, take a risk, because one of the biggest keys that are coming in for 2020 is how we're all being asked to move out of our conditioning, to move out of habituated ways of being and particularly anything that is fear-based. So take a risk would also include um, sitting with what you are afraid of with regards to either expanding, growing, or um, uh, bringing more of, of, of your version of creativity to what you do. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, and so that that would probably be the key thing is the combination of risk taking, which would require you to um, be present with the fear that comes up, the discomfort that comes up with kind of moving over a certain threshold, which is uh, to leave behind. It's kind of like I I would just call it like living all out, like where I'm at right now is just feeling like life is so short that um, I want to see what it feels like to live within a quality of liberation for myself. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. And and have fun. (laughs) You know, let it be fun because what what is it worth without some level of joy? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that, that that's what I would say to that. So is it um, so when you work, is it more with the astrological? Um, you usually get someone's birth date and work with their natal chart. 
You know, it is the combination of the natal chart for sure that gives me some clues as to what direction the soul is asking the person to go in in terms of challenges and life direction and changes. So it, it is definitely that specific combination um, that connects me at a, at a certain level of consciousness uh, with the person. Great. Well, thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. Is there anything else, Kathy? No, no, that was great. Thank you so much, Marla. Perfect. Well, take care. Thank you for calling in, and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Yeah, sounds good. All right, take care, Kathy. And and Marla, one of the things that I just did when when talking to her is um, in a reading, and I didn't mention this, but I use dowsing rods. A lot of people know what a pendulum is, and I use dowsing rods. I have probably for the last 15 years, and it is like my telephone to spirit. So one of the ways that I connect with my guidance to help me know that I'm on the right track is I I, I douse while I'm talking to people, which is what I was just doing with her to get a yes or a no. I noticed that. I saw a little bit of your (laughs) I wasn't sure if it was on there or not. And so I was going to ask you about that, actually, and how you use the rod um, to to get your answers. Because I know I use the rod when I clear space. It shows me the flow of chi in in my space clearing sessions. But for you, you're using it in a different capacity. Yes, yes. It is something that is pretty integral to my readings and pretty integral to just like to my life and to the way that I connect with my guidance. And so, you know, a lot of people know what dowsing rods are in terms of dowsing for water or dowsing to clear energy. And I've even run a series of workshops called Ask the Rods to teach people how to ask questions because it's a very very specific way. You know, uh, my a dear friend of mine and mentor gave me these and said it would really change the way how, uh, how I was able to hear spirit. It's really enhanced my Clara audience phenomenally. And so um, I'll, I'll, sometimes I'll get a hit that the information that we need to connect to is not through the mental realm of the chart. And that tells me that I need to go directly to source or directly to spirit. So I'll always get permission using the rods and then ask, you know, I, I, it's just a stream of consciousness way of asking questions, but it's very, very, very specific. Um, so, uh, and I'm so attuned to these that like immediately with her, I just pick them up and it's an automatic, please show me yes, please show me no, so that I know that it, the information is not coming from my ego. That's a great way to really do a second check to make it is sure. always a second check for sure. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, I think that's one of the hardest things for people who have an intuitive guess, they keep questioning it or second guessing it because the voice in the head sounds like their own. So is right. it is it ego or is it intuitive guidance? And it's yeah. trying to discern which is which and trying to keep ego, you know, in a very neutral place. And this is the a, a phenomenal neutralizer for that very reason. That's great. Are you having any of those classes upcoming? 
Uh, you know, <laughs> when I get the guidance, I do. It's like, it's always guidance-based. Sometimes I'll just get this feeling, okay, it's time to do something. And I'm very, very private. And, uh, and yet in this lifetime, it's a lifetime of being more public. So I've done dozens of classes and public presentations over the last seven or eight years. And it's all based on asking the rods. And usually if I get a yes, it's like, oh God, I got to do that. But I always <laughs> say yes, because the thing with guidance is following it really hones your ability to understand the truth of it. That's a great answer, and it's a great tool, and I've got mine somewhere. I just had my office painted where I have my studio, and so, but I know I have it nearby because my rods and my pendulums are always close by. Yes, yes. <laughs> Near and dear to me. I'm surprised I don't sleep with them under my pillow. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about, um, do you have an inspiring story about someone who might have come in uh, you know, with one kind of energetic, fee, you know, belief system and walked out just totally like lit up and, and, and lightened and going like, oh, my God, this is real or this is whatever it might be. Um, in terms, of, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but I feel like everyone who leaves feels that way. Like I just feel my commitment to this work and in service to my own soul's evolution. Um, <laughs> the inspiring story that's coming to me is kind of goofy, but I'm going to say it um, was my son. It recently. Um, Con called me and asked me if I would ask the rods about something for him. And that just made me so happy to know that the impact of this way of understanding information was translating to my 26-year-old son and utilizing it in a way that made a difference to him. So, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's an inspiring story or not, but it was inspiring to me. It meant something to me. It filled my heart with a lot of joy. Well, I think as a mother, knowing that your, your child is coming to you asking for guidance because of the intuitive, especially yeah. if they've shown some resistance in the past and all of a sudden it's like, can you tell me if? And, it's and, like, it, and, it's like, and in the past, you know, my daughter might have called me and said, can you ask the rods this? And I would be like, no, I'm your mom. Let me just tell you the answer is no. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't know. That felt inspiring to me partly because we're a work in progress as humans and as moms and as people, partners, friends, whatever, to allow ourselves to be seen. So I guess, you know, being seen for the truth of who I am and always not just in one facet that was inspiring but people I get feedback from people all the time that whatever happened in this little room in my house made a difference in their life and um, that just feels amazing to me to know that I'm using my time in the body in a way that feels so congruent with every part of who I am. And it's, it's an amazing, I find it an amazing tool. Um, I started, I, I started having astrological readings when I was in my early twenties. I think I was like 19 or 20. Wow. Very young. 
Um, so I've always been drawn to what comes out of it. And I find that what an astrologer has is such insight and in, in guidance. Now, I, I do have to ask this question. So I was told many, many years ago by a psychic that it's great to have psychic readings, but don't hang on to what the psychic says like it's gospel. So for example, it says, oh, I see in six months, you're going to have a new job and it's going to pay you five times as much as you were making before. And then all of a sudden, every two minutes, it's like, is this the job? Is this the job? Is this the job? <laughs> like, like my perception is like, like grabbing onto running water, right? You, you're going to lose the ability to, to manifest it. Does that work the same way with an astrological reading? Like if you tell them some, some, give them some guidance that might be, you know, you see coming up in the future and then the, everything is focused on that one thing you might have said opposed to the whole big 75 minutes of information. Right. Can that change the outcome? Well, I feel like that, you know, that's part of the mantle of responsibility is learning how to articulate the information in a way that um, it, in a way that puts the power of the application of it into the client's hand. And so I'm very careful with um, specifics of this is going to happen or that's going to happen. Although people come to me all the time and say, you told me this and it was came true. And I'm like, I did like, I don't even remember. And, and, uh, but, but I feel like, um, it's really in how I would language things and not feel like the power of any information. So I speak more in archetypal themes and what is your soul want? And I, during the reading, I get affirmation and ask if I'm on the right track. I don't want to be the authority of the information. I'm more of a conduit. And that people, and so it's always has to come put through other the, the clients' spiritual language and their own truth. And so throughout the reading, I'm checking in to see if I'm on track. And that's part of what I use the rods for, because I definitely feel like everyone has to find their own sovereignty with the information. Okay, that's a great answer. Yeah. Thank you. And I know that we've, we don't have a lot of time left. But why don't you tell everybody where they tell them about your sessions, how long, where, you know, how much they okay. cost. Okay. Uh, so I, I work out of my home in Asheville, North Carolina, and I definitely do a lot of, lot of readings on the phone. I don't do Skype. I do phone so I can kind of really listen deeply uh, and then look at the chart and dowels. And, but the sessions are 60 to 75 minutes. There's, I do a variety of sessions, but the standard one is an individual session, which is $150. It's recorded. And, uh, and I work with people on a very, very regular basis. I do a lot of mentoring, a lot of ongoing work with people developing their own businesses. And, um, and so it's, it's a pretty standard to me session. That's what I would say. Perfect. Well, thank you. And, do you also help businesses through, through these sessions as well? I help a variety of people. I've worked with businesses. I do a ton of work with a variety of therapists in Asheville who refer to me. It's a great adjunct to psychotherapy. So a lot of healing practitioners, 
but particularly uh, psychotherapists refer to me. And I've got a couple of psychotherapy practices that have involved me um, in their practice to help even in their own decision-making chart and looking at each therapist chart to identify strengths and challenges and sort of what on a on the timeline of their own soul development is being asked and that influences their decision making as a business. Perfect. Thank you. Well, we'll be right back. We're going to have more of Liz Gunn and her wonderful information when we come back. Stay tuned. Don't go away. And don't forget, you can call in at 888-346-9141 to ask Liz any questions. See you soon. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. My effing long journey to loving myself, a guide to a shorter path, is an account of Marla Goldberg's transformational journey and a guide to some of the most powerful TTTs or tips, tools, and techniques that she learned along the way. These TTTs taught her how to release anger and learn how to forgive, ultimately finding total self-acceptance and self-love. Learn to release anger, frustration, and stress. Learn to forgive others and yourself. Go from self-loathing to self-love. Pick up your copy of Marla's book by visiting marlagoldberg.net. Things Worth Considering, featuring hosts Gord Riddell and Dr. Jan Hill, is a program that's all about connections, the connections we make with our families, our workplaces, friends, and others around us. It's also about connections to ourself, spirit, feelings, and stories. Let us connect with you each week to explore what we are and what we can be moving forward. We can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Tune in to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to Lead Up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your host, Colleen Biggs, speaks with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call in to the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. I'm so happy you're back with us. I'm here with Liz Gunn, and Liz is an astrologer with a twist, because Liz is also an intuitive slash psychic, which adds an extra level of layers to her sessions. And you can reach Liz at Liz Gunn, and Gunn is with two N's. So Liz Gunn 22 at gmail.com. 
You can check out her website at lizgun.net. Again, two ends. Instagram is at lizgunastrology. And Facebook is lizgunastrology. And right now we're going to, as I'm welcoming Liz back, I'm, we're also going to do our charity shout out. So welcome back, Liz. Thank you. And your charity of choice is our voicenc.org. Can you share that, what the group is about and why you're yeah, passionate? That was when, when I saw that you wanted a charity and I kind of went through what that would be, that just, I, I kind of like even got online and said, what charities in Asheville? And that one is a really important charity. They do a lot of education around sexual violence and assault and um, healing and helping women. And that is such a theme that translates and permeates my readings, um, really with all ages, but particularly with the millennials. And, you know, none of us have been untouched as women by that dominant theme in the culture. And so it just feels like it is part of uh, what I would connect to Pluto themes and Pluto being the planet that rules abuse of power and the ways in which um, that shadow material um, is needing to be healed and cleared. That just felt like a worthy, a worthy place uh, for people to donate to because it, you know, most of those kinds of places struggle economically and the need is just incredibly, incredibly high. So is this um, our voice NC, is it a facility for women to come to or is it strictly therapy guidance? And I think they do outreach and education and counseling in okay. the community. And I just saw on a, a local uh, thing that I get here that UNC Asheville that like 30% of the women at UNC Asheville by the time they graduate have experienced a sexual assault. And this is in our community and this is rampant all over. So if you don't donate to our voice in C, donate to the one in your own community because they need the money. Which is great. And that is, those numbers are way too high. Way too high. I was shocked and not surprised. I feel based the same on, way. Based on what I hear in my readings. Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, it's not, like you said, shocking, not surprising. And, but it's a shame that people feel that they have the right, or, you know, I'm assuming that most of them are men who are doing their abusing, that they have the right, they feel they have the right to drug someone or take advantage of someone because they might be bigger, stronger, and, you know, taking away someone's liberty and freedom of choice. Yes. And so this, so our voice too, for me, translates to just sort of the symbolic need for as women to uh, not be in silence, to open our throat chakras to just, uh, and which we're seeing in the culture. So um, that one just, that, that hit a chord and, you know, we all have personal connections in ways that um, that's very important and meaningful. So do you have any special ritual, spiritual ritual you do when you prepare for a session? Uh, I walk my dogs. I I literally, I do a dog walk so that I can, I tune into, you know, whatever I do. I read every day, multiple readings every day. And um, a lot of silence, 
you know, I don't, I don't know that my rituals are so ingrained into my way of life that I spend a lot of time in silence. I'll look at charts and then I let the charts talk to me through walking, through silence, through, through listening. And, and if that's a ritual, that's mine because that is a in, very ingrained daily practice. It's how spirit speaks to me is just through the, the nuanced way of moving through my day, uh, cleaning my crystals in my house. Sometimes that's a, that's a preparation, especially if I feel like something's going to be particularly challenging. I always try to get myself out of the way so I can hear better. Which is such an important thing to do. Again, ego versus information. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to do that. Yes. But let's not forget, when you walk your dogs, you don't do it inside. You're in nature. Exactly. Exactly. And Asheville, if people haven't been there, to those who haven't been there, is so beautiful. And there's so many, you're in the mountains. Yeah. How could it not be beautiful? Yeah. Big old, literally old trees, not O-L-E, O-L-D, that has so much information and so much energy that it shares. And getting outside in all the beautiful places is definitely a ritual for me to um, just keep my own field clear. And which is so, which is so important to yeah. to have happen. And so, do you have a message about the importance of healing that you could share with everyone? Ah, uh, it's worth it. Number one, it's worth it. It's not always fun, rarely fun. Um, but I would say the message about healing is that there's, you know, we're living in such an unprecedented time. I really uh, feel like. 50 or 100 years from now, what the quality of life looks like is going to be, you know, it's going to be so, it, it will not resemble this time. And so we all agreed to be here to fulfill the need that the planet has in her great turning. And, and so the importance of Healing is sort of what I would call emission control, meaning what the frequency that you emit has the power to change the vibrational frequency on the planet. And, and that it's not something that it doesn't have to change out there to be better, that it has to really, it's an inside job. I love that. It is yeah. an inside job. Yeah. And you're right. Healing doesn't always feel great, but you don't have to allow it to affect you the same way the second time as it did the first time. Yes. The discomfort to me is always worth it. Uh, even though, you know, like I'm like anybody and when I'm in the midst of it, it's like, what the hell? But, um, but it's always worth it. So I say lean in, lean into that discomfort. And this particular time and going into 2020, the discomfort is at, is at an all-time high. And so rather than avoiding it or wishing it away, I, I would encourage people to lean into that and see so what when, it has to say. When you say that discomfort is at an all-time high, is it due to a configuration of planets or stars or what's, could you share what's going on? Well, we're, we, we are really in a process of completion, completing patterns and themes and behaviors and ways of knowing ourselves, ways of operating in a conditioned response that no longer not only serves ourselves, but it doesn't serve what what is what the how the planet and the frequencies on the planet are upgrading us into um, a way of knowing ourselves that 
has never, we've not ever had the opportunity. This is, this is an, this is an opportunity. We're in an epic change, what a, you know, a 26,000 year epic change. And so um, the, the discomfort is like the overlap of time, meaning we are encountering aspects of ourselves that we have lived in all through all time and many, many lifetimes that are needing to integrate and in, in, into, into wholeness. And so we're healing parts of ourselves that were not healed in other lifetimes. That's a big work. That's big work. It's not just the unhealed parts of ourself in the current incarnation. It's all incarnations are up for consolidation and integration for completion. So it's interesting to everybody who's listening is if you didn't realize that this is, you know, you're going through some, if you're going through a process, go through the process and don't fight it. Don't repress it because once you get rid of it, it's gone. Here it's, it's liberating. It is. Liberating. It's very liberating and it feels great. So, Liz, as, as we're winding down, I want to thank you for being on here and sharing this great information. Thank you. Um, I have just so enjoyed having you on as a guest. And for those out there, Liz's website is lizgun.net, G-U-N-N, lizgun. Her contact info is lizgun22 at gmail.com. You can find her on Instagram at lizgunastrology or Facebook. Liz Gun Astrology. So thank you again, Liz. I really appreciate you you being on the show. I want to thank everyone at Voice America for being, doing your magic to make the show what it is. Thank you. And to Teresa Scott Reed, I want to thank you because you're my right hand, my left hand. So grateful for you every single day. And for you out there, um, I'm grateful for you and for you taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast and to come back week after week because we're trying to share information, enlighten you, open up your thought process and and give you what we can. Um, So thank you. And I have a group on Facebook. So if you haven't signed in with me, um, find up as a friend on on Facebook, follow my page, guidedspareconversations.com. Send me any comments, questions, or suggestions at marla at mghealer.com or at guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Love to hear any thoughts, comments, suggestions, questions. Um, Then if you have a question for Liz and you didn't get it on today, I will ask Liz and Liz will give me the answer and I will relay it back to you. Um, Also, I have a group. Uh, Spiritual Insights with Marla Goldberg on Facebook. It's a private group. If you'd like to join, it's a group about support. We talk about our journey. We talk about spiritual principles, and we are there to support each other and to be supported. Anyway, I will look forward to seeing you or being with you again next week. And until then, I send you love, I send you blessings, and I send you gratitude. Thank you, and have a fabulous week. 